Appreciate it, man. Yeah, sure. Uh, I saw you had an interview with Izzy, too. It was dope. I listened to that one. Oh, you checked the episode with Izzy? I love Izzy, dude. I respect Izzy so much. No, really, though. But seriously, okay, this is the intro Um, for episode. This is the 40th episode. So yeah. it's like, yeah, hey, 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 10 hey. more episodes so I reach my goal, man. I'm here That's with lit. Justin Reed. I That's just lit. met this dude, and it seems like we yeah. just just talking just now. It's like we've been friends for a while. Yeah. I, I just met the dude. So you like to introduce yourself, Mr. Reed? Yes, I'm uh, again, I'm Justin Reed. also go by Jay Reed. Um, sometimes but thank you for having me i'm excited to be here dude your podcast is dope and i love your energy already so i feel like this is about to be dope <laughs> oh yeah no yeah no definitely surely you know it's just like you know i'm a music artist myself so i have a deep respect for anybody that wants mm. to go into stuff you know this is one of those genres where it's like especially with rap Absolutely. and everything nothing's really guaranteed you know you're putting your art out there and it's really it's kind of it's not even tangible it's really just music and words and everything right. it's not a product or any like not a playstation or like gaming console where mm -hmm. it has like flaws and everything it's like people are gonna like what they like people are going to share on whatever they don't like sure, about what exactly. you like and you just kind of gotta like build a kind of build a i don't want to say a thick skin but kind of a thick skin to yeah, it you all definitely have to have everything. you definitely have to have thick skin though um dude when i first started doing music like in general like in high school i wasn't the best at it of course um, I was like learning. I always knew how to sing, but I didn't know how to apply that necessarily in production and put music together. So in high school, I had some people that I was just like, dude, this really might, this might not be for you. And sometimes I would listen, you know, but coming here since coming to this school and learning and adapting and just growing, dude, you just have to learn to have thick skin and you'll adapt. Of course. But in, to me, in like in any profession that you do, you're going to have people that's going to talk about what you do. So in any profession, it's important to have, you know, thick skin and be able to understand that whatever you're doing, you're into it. You feel like it's a good product and put that keep putting that product out. Right. Oh, no, no, definitely, man. It's I don't know what about high school, man. I don't know why people act like they know too much in high school. Oh, like. man, dude, we were all there at one point, though. I remember in high school, I was like, yeah, I know a good amount of stuff, you know. But again, there's always room for learning and growth for everybody. But yeah, high school is a weird time. <laughs> and it's not even really like the learning part. It's just like other people talking about what you want to do yeah. for a like, At least I have like something. Yeah. At least I have dreams I'm trying to accomplish, sir. It's like, how does that bother? Right. Absolutely. It, it, but it's you get through it. You get through it. Like high school came and went. It went by fast. But I look back and I'm able to understand where I was, why I was there. And I'm happy to be where I am now. Absolutely. But yeah. um, it's good. It's actually good to have those people in your life, you know, because it keeps you growing, keeps you hungry for, the, uh, for what you want to do in general. Oh no, for certain, for certain, and everything. I know you're you're pretty much like you're a senior here at NCC. Yes, yes. Oh, dude, so we're both we're seniors. About to get out of here, dude. We're about to get out ah, of here. We're about to get out of here. Really, but man? Tell me it didn't. Tell me it didn't fly though. It really did, and COVID really did it too. And it's awesome. yeah, me and my roommate were talking about that. We went off to New York uh, right before COVID hit. I think COVID like precautions came in like March seventeenth or something mm -hmm. like that um, in 2019, and we had just got back from New York. When we got back, when we touched down, I didn't. Uh, I was told not to come back to work because mm -hmm. work closed and I was told to move all our stuff off campus. And ever since that happened, it was like a breeze, dude. A whole breeze. <laughs> I think man. we've had what, like two, three semesters in one year type thing. It's or it's been it's been crazy. The last full semester, I feel like for me, it was really just like freshman year for yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's like you know, cause I feel like that's where everybody's like kind of doing stuff and everything. And plus, my sophomore year, I was just kind of like just chilling and everything. Mm. Cause like I didn't even go to homecoming. I'm trying to see if I can get my ticket for homecoming yeah. this time. Dude, you get your ticket. Got to get the ticket, man. Listen. I missed out on Lil Durk and Meg Thee Stallion last time. You might want to get your ticket this time. And I, I don't want to say why, but I really want to say why. But get your ticket. No, no, it's okay. I know there's probably some secret. You probably know, but it's, like, it's okay. I'm gonna just leave. I'm just leave the secret. But, but no, uh, it's opposite for me. Like my freshman year, I really chilled out. Me and my, again, me, I've been uh, had the same roommate since freshman year. But we chilled out freshman year. Didn't really do much. Then sophomore year is when we kind of got like busy, started getting into things. And then that was also the year we had or Dirk and Megan. So that homecoming was. I don't think anything is gonna. Excuse me. I'm, I didn't think anything's gonna, uh, anything's gonna top our homecoming in 2019 though. Mm. Like the energy. And the vibes, I'm hoping this year maybe, but I don't, you know, I, you don't know. But yeah. some, nothing, something, it was something about 2019, in my opinion, that just, do you, what do you think? Like, what do you think about homecoming 2019? I wasn't really out there, though. I, I had depression really, really bad, yeah. actually, which really sad. So I was just in my room, just staring outside, like, man, I no. wish I could go out there and everything. But no. it's just, I didn't have my ticket or anything. So I was just, I was basically looking like a hobo. So this you're one. making up yeah. for it this time. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to make up for it this time and everything. Yeah. I'm trying to get like restore my energy and stuff like that. You know, having conversations like this and everything. You know, uh, which not, is good. Which yeah. is good. Like it was. I learned 
um i think after covid hit to like get back outside because and it was actually my friends over summer we just forced ourselves to just get outside every day and do something like we went on trails we went to the lakes oh we ain't free look at her how you doing Pretty good, actually. We're doing a podcast, man. I'm just letting you know, so all this is being recorded. Oh, my man. No, you're, no good. you're good. Shout out to you. You're good. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we uh, had to learn to just get back outside and like, cause we were inside for so long. I know you remember when they first told us we had to all stay inside, and it was like a few weeks. Everybody just had to be inside those walls, and for a lot of people, that was hard. Mm. And for me, it actually allowed me to just be more creative and just make some music, but. We, um, my group of friends that I have, I'm so grateful for them. They, for it, we, again, we got outside, went walking, uh, lakes. We just tried different foods, and it was just good to have that. But it's important, like you said, to just start talking to people, like your podcast, which is dope, and just getting back out there. So, and Homecoming's about to come up, so that'll be lit for you. You should get some interviews going to our Homecoming, too. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I'm really trying to reach 50 episodes, see the 40th yeah. episode, and then, like, which is crazy, because I started this in April. Well, I got some. This April? Yeah, this April. This year. And you're already at 40. Oh, you're yeah. working. Yeah, because I've oh, been using working. my phone. I've been using my phone most of the time, so it's, I could be more mobile. This I can go anywhere. Friend. Literally. People like, don't understand. Like, people I don't can understand. ride my music on here, too. <laughs> right. I, dude, I have so many raps in like, my Google Docs. I need to really dig back into them again for my mm. next couple projects. And I already got all the beats picked out for all my next couple projects. It's really just a matter of just really getting out that writer's box, really yeah. like put this up. Cause I already know what I want to say. It's just really how, how I want to say it. Yeah. And really just really if I have uh, yeah. the time. Cause I'm still trying to make up work I missed out on for earlier this year and everything. Cause I was kind of messing up earlier this year. Mm -hmm. Lately my instructors are trying to work with me and everything. So yeah. it's just stuff like that. Um, it's just like, you know, so it's like I really have to dedicate this week to just trying to get all that work out the way. And then I can just focus on November and just really like studying, getting ready for exams, but also yeah. focusing on my music too. Yeah. And then December, we'll see maybe like, I ain't want no gifts. All I need is just give me all the funding for my music please, and I'm good. Please. All the funding, I'm good. Please, I totally understand. I'm like in terms of like being busy, just getting work done, I have to like get back in that grind because I've been so all over the place. Like I had the festival. Um, and then dealing with, I'm in SAB, so like dealing with homecoming stuff coming up, but mm -hmm. I am also on the same boat as you in terms of like talking to my professors and just letting them know like, hey, I'm getting my work done. Just want to let you know I've been all over the place a little bit. But I think like in terms of us, like between what we want to do and what we're pursuing, we just have to like learn to adapt to just being all over the place, you know? Yeah, and awesome. I, I think it's going to be difficult i've learned because this is the most busiest i've ever been like um in terms of just having stuff to do um which i'm i've signed up for like all the positions i'm in i've applied for and i've you know so i've asked for this but i think it's dope just seeing like our early paths and just seeing how this may work out 10 years from now right no no we're gonna work out 10 years from now. my biggest regret is like you know when i first got into college leaving high school like all the financial aid should have went straight into music stop because we, we pay so much Really, it should have went like I said, every dollar I had. It just we paid music, so music, much. music, music, music. I swear, I could just go back in time. Like you see that financial aid, yeah, music. That's People don't understand like what money in terms of like music, like what money can do. Like really? how many things you can do with the money that we put in the school. What we can do with like production and putting out songs and promo and cetera, cetera, cetera. All my music. I want my money from like last semester, spring semester, early this year. Went straight into my mixtape. 12 really? tracks that's work though well it was all like freaking just well uh producing everything mm -hmm. i had all the beats and everything because it's like they give you hella ass because google just knows when you're a rapper right. so they just say, hey you want right. some extra beats now i'm a beat hoarder and all the beats are just on my laptop taking <laughs> Look, up all the space so and like, not you know not too long ago i actually had to go through my laptop and delete like so many beats that have just been sitting there and i just have liked them but i've never used them they were sitting there for months and i'm a hoarder too so like like I had to go in there and just like really get through it and just delete. And I deleted like 200 beats. And they were all just from a long, like over periods of time. You know how you just download beats or get beats. And, yeah. and that was rough. I'm not even gonna lie, that was rough. I don't think I'm gonna delete any of my beats. I think I'm gonna just open Dropbox and just let it just sit and there. Dropbox is one of my best friends. I use Dropbox for everything. Yes, actually. just leave it in there for as long as it needs to, and then whenever I just yeah. want to come back and see. The only problem is that like, it could stay there so long you forget who actually produced the beat. My and point. I, that's why I had a problem. And with I don't label none save. of my beats. I just throw them. In. <laughs> I really need to because I maybe like when you download it, sometimes it'll be in a file, and right. then plus it'll come with a PDF saying like, okay, this is who you got this beat from. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. So it's yeah. easier to. Kind 
trying to navigate. But then there's this other beats where it's like forever ago. It's like, oh my Listen, gosh, who made this beat? And that's how they end up getting hoarded. Yeah, and it's just like, I just really hope, gladly I'm on a position right now where I'm not too well known, right. or my stuff ain't too much out there. Yeah, same, I'm getting like a same. whole lot, of, I'm getting a whole lot of views on my SoundCloud, uh, my YouTube, my Amazon Music, and my Deezer needs a little bit more help with it. I like how like your link tree is more like organized and everything. Well, I just actually did that. I actually just did, not even a year ago. Because um, at first I used to just put links in my bio. Like if I put out something, I just put a link in the bio. But my cousin, who I work with a lot in Atlanta, He's like my main uh, videographer and whatnot. Um, he told me you should have a link tree. He said, just get a link. He says the easiest thing you can get is free and you can find all your links, put them all in one place. So I just actually did that. And yeah, it helps. Um, it helps a lot because whenever you post something, you can just say link and buy and you just add the link to that link tree. So that actually, thank you. But that actually just happened <laughs> not too long ago. Yeah, I saw this. I see like, see like there's like a link to like your SoundCloud and everything mm -hmm. at the top and then everything else at the bottom, like videos and stuff yeah. and everything. That's why like I need to take some time maybe this month. I mean, if I can this week and probably just reorganize that too. Because mm -hmm. I want to be able to add my clothing line too. I'm trying to start a, like call it a Lone Star Threads. Yeah. And everything. I'm going to show you the logo when we get please, off and please. everything. It's, it looks pretty nice. But I want to be able to like just kind of hold off on it for a bit until I actually design something. I'm really just gonna put like stuff from like you know Mental Threads podcast. You, you pretty much seen the logo. Yeah, yeah, on your Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah, the main one, the main one, right, right, right. Just someone the brain and mm -hmm. everything like that. Yeah, but I can just put, that, yeah, put it on merch. a shirt, put it on a hoodie yeah. and everything, stuff like that. Maybe take some quotes from some of my songs, put it on a shirt and everything. And like I've that. learned, and yeah. people listen, people when it comes to merch, people are gonna buy it because they like clothing, you yeah. know. And, and, your, and your logo, right? Your logo is already dope. So I mean, I was thinking about doing a merch line myself. So. If you're doing odd, I buy ten of them. Okay, that'd be nice. Like, that'd be nice. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you. Because look, though. I have like three other friends that um do merch lines as well. Like my boy Tyler on campus, he has Stay Fast. Um, so I'm into supporting all that. So if you ever have a merch line come out, especially since I've already been on your podcast, let me know. Seriously, let oh, me know. Okay, cool. I'm gonna hit you up then because I really want to be able to know how to fund that too. Cause I think on Shopify they do like twenty nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. I, I need to find some uh, like some <laughs> kind of place where it's like I can be able to like have the stuff kind of sit there design wise, and then kind of print you it should, out. You should yeah. be able to find that somewhere. The way the internet is set up nowadays, but I, I need to actually look into that myself. I have no idea how merch like in terms of payment. And all that, I have no idea how that works in terms of merch. I would love to learn, but I don't know anything right now. You should definitely put on your bucket list to learn for real because, you know, when you want to become an artist and everything, you're going to have some kind of a fan base. You yeah. got to give them something. Like if you had like 100 fans and you got like a shirt that's like worth $100, mm -hmm. 100 of those fans buy it, that's $1,000 right. right there. That's and that brave. goes right back into your music too. So that's, <laughs> that's what I'm brave. saying. So it's like, you know, it just helps. Like, it's not like, don't be like how TLC was kind of doing it. They'd just be like, oh, like, you know, just fund us and everything. Right. You know, it's just like, because I know TLC had it fucked up, especially like in the beginning stage of their some, career. They had some issues with their contracts, but we're not, we're not going to get into that. Stay independent. <laughs> right, that is yeah. really, yeah, that's really, please that. stay independent. It doesn't matter how long it takes, how really shitty it is. Just stay independent. That's, yeah, that's really and, all I'm going to do. And it's crazy. As we both know, independence is like the mainstream thing right now in terms of all these artists that are coming up. And a lot of these artists are coming up are coming up off of just straight independence like with the help of social media like tiktok and all this stuff and i'm actually trying to get into are you trying to get into tiktok have you been in tiktok ever I, or at my last entrepreneurship club meeting i know some dude spoke about how tiktok can really help i know like tiktok is like but it's like, i always feel like tiktok is more dance based and everything and i say the same thing like in terms of, like creating the content i'm like a lot of the stuff that really pushes and goes viral on involves dancing and yeah. which is cool but it's like who's i had just haven't gotten into the place where i'm dedicating myself to that i feel like your music <laughs> kind of carries a more dance type it does vibe, though. Like, and it just takes me getting in front of the camera and doing a little but i just i don't know i've tried to now i love tiktok credit i'm on it yeah. all the time i just do have to start creating content up there which would be kind of dope but I'll consider downloading it. It's just like for me, I'm not like downloaded. Not yet. It's just like the thing is, I'm not the type to just kind of just run into things like right where it's overly popular and oh, everything. Right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like right. first it was Vine, and now it's like I'm more like a Vine. And person. I was never into Vine. Well, I, I used to, I had the app, but I would never really catch myself on it. If that makes sense. Like mm. at first, when I first got TikTok, I had the app, but I would never be on it. I just got into TikTok. And I will admit, I am now a fiend. <laughs> it gets, I hate to say, it, it's, it is very addicting. But um, like in terms of Vine, I actually never got into Vine, weirdly. 
Yeah, this is weird, man. But it's like it was really fun, like especially like in high school and everything. The whole like the whole lot of funny, funny, funny moments, yeah. and everything was supposed on Vine and everything. Like that was like the thing. Vine and Kick were those things back then. No, and then, Kick. Yes. You really took it back when you just said Kick. That Everybody had school? a Kick girlfriend, bro. Yeah, that, that was, was middle crazy. school, right? Yeah, I think maybe you might have been in this. I was in high school when Kick was like. Oh was like, my yeah. god! Oh yeah, I was a uh, eighth grade. Yeah. Eighth grade. How old are you right now? I'm 22. Yeah, I'm 23. So see, yeah, yeah so you above, yeah. dude, that's insane. Cause kick is where it used to be. Can you like? I remember having kick. Everybody used to uh, contact dude kick. Used to post on Instagram. Who, what's your kick or Facebook? What's your? kick? <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, people used to connect through kick. Man. That was I, like the OGI message. Yeah, bro, I had a got a kid girlfriend from Cedar Rapids. <laughs> I don't even know where Cedar Rapids is. She looked good as hell. We all had that one. Look, we all had a relationship on Kick that we had no business being in. Really is. She was like so far like Cedar Rapids and everything. I was trying to say, man, let me get that Look, ticket. Kick man. was before its time. I'll say that. Kick was definitely before its time. And it was the OG I message. I would stick with that. Like before I message you had Kick. I miss Kick. I'm not even going live. It wasn't even like... you skip over SMS. Like you just go kick straight to iMessage. No word. It's like, but yeah, but like in regards to like how technology, I know we could talk about here about how good like technology was back in the day, but it's like, you know, as an artist, you know, I always try to ask other artists when they come with like, you know, just the things that inspire you mm -hmm. as an as an artist. Like what, what really inspired you to go and go into this field of art Ooh. in regards like, you know, music and everything? That's a great question. So um, in terms of like, I can talk about who inspires me, but if I'm being exact, every time I'll go to a concert. Um, I've always been into music. My mom had me, of course, cliche, like in church. I was always on the kids' choir, yada, yada. I actually led my praise team um, from 2013 to about 2016 mm -hmm. here in Durham, uh, Greater Love. And then I actually decided that I wanted to go into my own, like, making music. And I didn't, at the time, I was like, I don't really know if I should be singing praise music. And then, you know, so that was something I was actually dealing with. So I decided to actually step off and get into music. But it was every time I went to a concert, seeing a show, uh, in particular Chris Brown. I went to see Beyonce when she came to the stadium at, uh, in Raleigh. Um, I've seen a, a lot of artists. Um, and every time I just feel like, hey, I want to be doing that. Um, and I know you probably get the same feeling when you go see just a good show. Like you just see yourself in that light doing the same thing. Um, and that just keeps me motivated. So actually I went to the Chris Brown show, the Indigo Tour, when he came to the PNC Arena. And the, that very night I went home and recorded like two, three songs. And they were all, they all sound like Chris Brown songs, but it was just like that inspiration he gave. I was like, dude, anybody could be doing that. Um, and one of my friends said like, there's room for everybody at the top. So. In terms of like being hungry and grinding for it, I was just like, just do it. Um, and my mom is obviously a great support system too, but she was just like, just do it. Do it makes you happy. So that's what I've stuck with. And that's just in simple terms, like what keeps me going. I, every time I go see a show and see an artist fulfilling what they've wanted to do, that's what kind of drives my hunger a little bit. Okay, cool. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. It's like straight like positivity and everything. Like Absolutely. in my case, it was mostly like just out of bullying and stuff like that. Oh no! So, so I was like, the way, yeah, I know. It was like it was just the way how I just used to like really express myself or escape and everything in a oh, sense. Okay, so it's okay. just like you know, I thought it would win me like new friends and everything and stuff of that nature. Maybe connect, but they, they, I know I get build more enemies no, and everything. I get that in middle school. I actually started making music because I felt like the popularity side was a good feeling. Um, again, like I said, before I ever got to high school, I didn't really know what I was doing. But like in middle school, I used to make little uh, CDs and burn CDs, like eight songs and me doing covers or whatever and just pass them out in middle school. And I knew they were like bad at the time. I didn't know what I was doing. But it felt good, like that attention, right? Um, but that's not good attention. And I learned that going into high school, like really trying to, again, those are like older people. You can't really do the same shit to older people. So, excuse my language. Um, but yeah, so I actually can understand like in terms of like trying to make it work at that time because i did the same exact thing in middle school so it's weird you said that i actually can relate to that a yeah, lot I was, I was i did like this poetry i would write into my notebook and everything for careers class because like the thing is like they would ask us what we wanted to be when we grew up mm -hmm. and i didn't know what to give and everything i just know like in seventh grade and everything i was like on the bus like making fun like doing little funny raps i thought it was funny mm -hmm. and then it was like so when they asked me in career classes like what, what do you want to do and everything and it was just like it was like, i had two choices either a professional wrestler or like rapper Wrestling. and everything and it's just like you know i ain't the most athletic person ever so it's just like you know it's just like so it's just like rapping because it, like, it was something i got the best uh reactions mm -hmm. to when i did it so it's just like it's like oh yeah you should come up here and just start rapping right quick and i'm like oh because <laughs> it's like i didn't really write anything down at that point they're but then, not, they're like ideas at that point yeah. or they're just like 
or thoughts that you have that you just getting out on paper, right? Yeah. So at that time, they weren't like full, really written like songs and things of that nature. You just getting ideas out. I mean, I didn't really start writing. I only wrote it like as a joke on pieces of paper in like you know seventh grade. So I didn't really have oh, a system gotcha, gotcha, until like gotcha. I really got into that class. And then from then on, I had a little composition book and I would just write a little poetry, so mm-hmm. basic little poet raps, and I would just perform them from the class. And that was my way of like venting out when I was going through like a whole lot of stuff back right. at that time and everything, because I was going through a very hectic period at that point. So it was really helpful, like to really uh, transition from seeing music as just something like fun to see on TV, like mm-hmm. Ludacris. It's always a fun thing. And then now it's like really I could express myself and learn how to express myself well because I feel like a lot of that was because like I listened to Tupac on the bus um, in seventh grade a lot because that was all the songs I had on my MP3 player. And people don't understand yeah. Tupac like as to, we talk about lyrical geniuses and like lyrical poets. Tupac, if you really listen to him, he was a lyrical poet. And a lot of uh, people that in terms of, like music, they don't really talk about like when they talk about who like best songwriters, they talk about Pharrell and you say uh, Kanye West is great songwriters and script, but people leave out Tupac. And I am offended by that. Like I think um, respects to him definitely, I just don't think he gets enough credit in terms of like songwriting. Like his music is popular, but songwriting and him having a pen writing game, I think he doesn't get enough respect for that. I think Tupac gets a whole lot of respect for that because everybody always tries to compare themselves to Tupac. Like, oh yeah, Lil Wayne, you know, they would be working at McDonald's if it wasn't for Tupac. I'm like, can you can we cut that shit now? Like, like, cause it's just like, dude, like Lil Wayne is a go too now. Yes. It's just like you know, Tupac's a go. I just give everybody their flowers and everything because yeah. like I was at my most creative when I was listening to Lil Wayne and stuff like Two Chains and stuff was mm-hmm. on the radio. Like that was when I was at my most creative. So two it's just like you know, on too. yeah, I don't think he slept on. But the summer of 2013. I think- Look, he was the man gen- in 2013. Right, that's what I'm saying. But this generation, like this day and time of rappers, they they put Two Chain as like, oh, he's old and he's not really. I like, no, don't do that. You know, like, and, and I think certain artists at a certain point of their career have can say like they did what they had to do at their peak, right? And Two Chains is definitely one of them. Um, give him his flowers. Who else do I respect? Hella. Um, like, what do you think about Nicki? Uh, Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's not to think? Like, Nicki Minaj literally, every time she went, like, award and BET and everything. Everybody, like, duh, of course. Yeah, and, like, and I'm one of those people, like, when it came to that, and I don't mean to, like, bring it back up, but, like, the whole Cardi and Nicki situation, I feel like they're both amazing artists. And I was one, I was the one on saying, like, they really started to bash, like, an OG, and it was really this new age. And I, and I think, like, new age rap is different, and it has a right to be different. But I think a lot of respect gets pulled from our old OG artists that kind of paved that, in a sense. Um, and I'm not saying that's for everybody, like, for every big-time artist. But, like, a lot of them, I don't know. I feel like we're just getting into a new age, and it's just a little awkward. We're not giving a whole lot of respect because I feel like, you know, and it's just like, you know, because I know Corday came on campus one time. Yeah. You know, Corday is did. dope. He, yeah, he did, he did. And he, he did. made a response one time in that one music video, like towards the older uh, cast in the game and everything of that nature. But it's just like, see, it's more like a, it's really just a dichotomy or like a, it's really just a, a sense of just here, here's how I see it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, you have old cats that's like, okay, their time is kind of coming to an end. Right. And so it's like, they want to be like, have that respect or whatever. And so, you know, respect can go like a really long way and everything. At the same time, you have these new people who are trying to make it in their own ways. And this is like the old folks don't really see it like, okay, that's right. not how you should do it. But yeah. every level, there's always it's, something different. I 80s. I it's different. Yeah. A- 80s rap was more focused on happiness and like partying and everything and then gangster rap followed that yep. and it was like okay this is too violent like i'm gonna show some respect they went to the yeah, yeah and it was like it was just i feel like early 2000 more focused on just being rich and everything it was still pretty gangster yeah. but they're like kind of like reveling in their riches at that point and everything and then it just transitioned to this period where it's more focused on like it's just like melodic and like the yeah. beats and the trap and everything of that nature and so it's less focused on the lyrical sometimes mm-hmm. and so people i feel like a lot of old cats are really trying to like you know um are really really to push tr- back that uh it's more about the pain game idea yeah they're just trying to really push that and i just like you know we got the joe buttons and everything like, right you know? right and it's like we i get it i get it but at the same time there's so many lyrical dope artists that you can focus on and put yeah. on your shoulder that you don't even have to acknowledge them yeah like why would you put lil yachty on your show just to shit on him when you can just really just go to corday and just like be like give corday all his flowers, excess tentacion mm-hmm. i know joe Bowden gives excess tentacion his flowers yeah he, he like but it's like you focus more and just putting like trying to champion the actual good... Because there's plenty of them on SoundCloud. Plenty of them. 
Absolutely. Plenty of them on YouTube. SoundCloud Wave. I'm on SoundCloud Wave. Absolutely. They exist. It's Absolutely. all just say, just give them that heads up because that would really help for their career too instead of just focusing on all the people like, oh, why are they so famous? And I remember when SoundCloud actually used to be so popular. I don't know what happened. But do you remember, I remember what, uh, maybe what, 2014, 13, in that era, uh, era, like SoundCloud was like the main thing to like put your music on. Even artists were putting like their mixtapes and stuff on SoundCloud. I don't know when that actually died down. It's especially in terms of how music is being streamed. Now you would think SoundCloud would still kind of be one of those top things. Because nobody makes money off of it. That part. Like, which they, And you've noticed actually SoundCloud is now starting to put more revenue in. Um, and they're streaming and all that because of point exactly they're not making money off of it, yeah, which is crazy. But yeah, it's just it is what it is. It's just like Spotify is that go to, which I really need to give some time to really set up my Spotify a little bit more. I need to organize it better. Cause I let Distro Kid handle it, and that's what that's what really messes me up because it's like let me just handle this one then at a time. Which is why, like, right? Absolutely. Which is why I like that Spotify is like now opening it more for artists. Like you know the Spotify for artists tab, and you can now add your own pictures. You can create your own header. Have a bio submitted um so if you have like a team or a group of people that do your bio you can submit that directly to spotify you can add your tour dates and show things so credit to spotify because but no same like i need to get into mine more because distro kid pretty much runs that um mm-hmm. all i do is like you know go on distro kid add in your stuff and then it sends it off but and i'm cool with that like, like i thought it was cool but it's, it's like what easy, really but what really pissed me off was just like how i kept trying to change my name on it because it's toasty esv uh-huh. and it's like they put like a lowercase t after the dollar so i look ghetto as hell like i'm not trying to make it look like when you, it looks different i know what you mean because it looks different once it's like posted on the actual spotify like uh app and whatnot than yeah. when you're actually doing it on the thing so yeah Agreed. Yeah, it's, Agreed. Getting, it's getting harder to find my music, man. It's like that's how I'd be trying to just drop the links everywhere I go on SoundCloud mm-hmm. because I feel like it's easier to find on SoundCloud. Like, if you Google it, then you can find me pretty easy. If you know what's going on. Yeah. So like now the thing about um Spotify, how many people have your name on Spotify? Like if you were to search your artist name. Like, um, is it like a you know what I'm talking about like is it like a list of people that come up or that's the thing like six months in I haven't really checked up my Spotify because okay. I didn't make a separate account I just mm. did it through DistroKid so it's like I didn't really know like how to really access that automatically oh, right, from right. like as an artist instead of, like from a like, outside perspective really I do look myself it's good to know that I have like an artist page yeah yeah absolutely. and everything I don't know maybe I should make my own Wikipedia pages. <laughs> I don't know. I actually thought about Wikipedia, but I, don't, I didn't know how many people were really still into even looking at Wikipedia. Oh, no. I don't even think it's not the matter of people looking. Uh, it's just having it. Hold on a second. Oh, wait. No, no, never mind. So, you know, we're still recording. I was just trying to check and see because it's like, it looks like an ad that came up. Oh, uh, but it's like, uh, yeah, man, it's just like, it's just good to have pages so it's like people can actually see, associate your name yeah. and music with a face and everything. You know, it's just like, you know, and it's just... I'm pretty cool where I'm at SoundCloud-wise. I'm pretty mm-hmm. much getting a whole lot of views, which I'm happy about on right. SoundCloud. But it's like a lot of that is because of like reposts and everything. When you repost on SoundCloud, there'll be like people like in the Netherlands and everything. Yeah. Which is like really I want to get more and more organic like fan base and everything like that. Um, I got 12 songs. So that's pretty yeah. good to start off yeah, with and everything. It is. I think I'm at 10. I think I'm sitting at, I believe. And of course, we can have out more, but it's just, I'm just sitting at 10 right now for those. I mean, at least you got singles. I'd rather just take singles, to be honest, because like, I have to say I wasn't really known. Like, that's, that's the day and time we're in, though. At, at saying, but as at the point we're at, it's important to just put singles out, because like before you put out a true body of work, because that takes a lot, as you know, as an artist, to put a body of work together and money and time. So you want to do that when you know you really truly have like a good organic group of people that are going to take time to like feedback into it and hopefully give you your money back so i that's the reason i haven't like focused much on a project i did release a project like four or five songs what last semester covid got me messed up um i think it was either last semester sophomore year one of them um and it was only like five songs but i actually just took that off but i'm gonna probably put out a project probably like at the end of this year type thing but that's the only reason i haven't put out a project for that very reason i think singles are just they were more catchy. Like people will gravitate towards singles more right now, anyway. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, as I mentioned, y'all know you know Russ. I know you know yeah, Russ. Absolutely. Like, that's, that's the one thing. I'm, that's the one model I'm really trying to see if I can really like. Russ I want to say copy. Rocks were like weekly, he works. weekly he too. Works. He puts out a song what, every Friday. Yes. And I like how he interacts with his audience as well. Like he always makes people guess. Like, but no people. 
we talk about working. Russ has been working even since he uh, put out his mixtapes. Like back in the day, he used to put out one song on Friday on SoundCloud mm -hmm. before he started doing mainstream. And I actually, that's when I started following him originally because I was like, dude, this artist right here, and people hate on that. Like, and I think they hate on him because they he pretty much breaks it down and pretty so much like well. he basically yeah he produces for himself. Yeah, he writes his own song. Yeah, yeah. he drops his song every week. He's a rapper. Well, he can't talk masters. about that. Like, what's wrong with that? Like, because he's just, like, he's trying to get he's trying to put everybody else on game. And that's what they him. don't like that he's putting everybody on game. And that it, I mean, he does it so well. He does it so honest. But uh, look, yeah, I, you can't really control who hates and who really likes it. But I personally respect him so much. I like his songs too. His, I think he has some his, cool songs yeah, his too. His songs are a vibe. His favorite. Uh, he has one that goes like, um, I can't remember the name of it. Are you talking about private? Oh, um. It has a ooh, da, 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 ooh. It has some girl on it. I can't remember the name of it, but he has a lot. It's of a vibe. He just yeah, has yeah, a lot. Right. <laughs> He's a vibe, definitely. I, yeah, I agree. He's a vibe. But I really do like when I first heard of Russ. It was like back, I think, a couple years ago. This is like how old? I think I was nineteen. Mm -hmm. I think, and everything. And this is like when I first heard, like heard somebody, oh, some rapper named Russ. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna check him out. Like, mm -hmm. I, well, you know, the first thing I do when I want to check a rapper out. I don't even go to SoundCloud. I went to Datpiff, you know. That was a long time oh, ago, Datpiff. Jesus Christ, yes. I have not been on that in years. Yeah, I would download, years. like, all their, like, other songs. Because there's always somebody that has, like, a collection of their songs. Their right. That's the artist song. And I just run off, like, that's what really got me deeper into, like, J. Cole, like, in the mixtape part. Because, mm -hmm. like, you know, I, at first I know the 2014-4 still drop. But then I started, like, literally listening to all his old mixtapes and everything yeah. through Datpiff. And I'm like, that's when I really became a J. Cole fan. Russ on the other hand is like, yeah, I was listening to a couple songs. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, this is cool. Yeah, he has a sound. He has a cool. Sound. Yeah, is a, I like the Angel song he made and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah, yeah. angels! So I'm like, oh, this is not. I was actually listening to it while I was like washing my car one day, and then like I was working for like um, freaking um, I forget what they were called. It was like I was working for this. I was basically uh, being a parking attendant for this concert. Uh, place right like this concert like yeah, I was, was just, it around this area no it was in charlotte it was like for credit oh, union and for okay, pnc okay. back yeah, in yeah. charlotte and everything and he like like i went to a beast coast concert with joey badass and everybody from pro year i oh, thought I've it was gonna be stacked that. i thought it was gonna be stacked only a couple people it wasn't like too full and everything it was really just real hip-hop fans i was there and i felt kind of embarrassed because i'm like come on charlotte y'all could have pulled out but then it was rainy that and day it was at the pavilion yeah yeah it was something like the and it was like credit union credit union oh, yeah, Charlotte okay, credit okay. Union. And then it was just like, but when I went to a Russ concert, bro, it was packed. Right. Everybody was there. I'm like, his, what? This no, is bigger than we think so. His fans are very diehard. But it's crazy. Like, their dead ass are diehard. Yeah, this dude really are. has fans. And his tour, and I think it's dope because he, um, his tour is actually around the world. It's not just here in America. And his shows across uh, seas are same jam-packed, just like they are here in America, which shows you his fan base is crazy. <laughs> yeah, he'd be having shows sold out in Senegal and yeah. stuff like that. So I'm like, wow. So he's really not just one place. So it's like that's why it's really good to harmonize. So mm -hmm. be, artists like Russ or Drake and everything, like they harmonize and like they stretch between all different Absolutely. genres, which is very important to be versatile if you really want to, you know, touch different markets. Yeah, in terms of versatility, Drake is just we don't have to talk about it. It's like Drake is the <laughs> versatile. Right, <laughs> but it's like, like in your case, I know we mentioned like before we even hopped on the podcast, like your main inspiration. I don't, I don't know if it's your main inspiration, but one of your inspirations is uh, Tory Lanez. And yeah. I could pick that up from listening to your music that Tory Lanez is one of your inspirations. I'm correct, right? Yes, absolutely. So, Tory Lanez is um, definitely one of my main inspirations. I also take inspirations from Black. Um, I like his creative process because Black has the same type of creative process uh, as me. Uh, just off of me watching his. Um, his like behind the scenes thing. So when I learned that he does the same thing as me in terms of recording music, he'd rather record alone. Like he can book a studio out, have people in a room, but he asked that when it turn when it comes to recording his music, he asked that everybody just steps out and he does this thing for like 45 minutes. And I actually am the same way. Like I can record music all the time. I don't care if it's 10 people in the room, but in terms of me recording it, I need everybody to like step out or let me go into the room and i just found a connection to that and i love his music his his vibe is just so do, uh, dope and i like how his uh voice is very like uh hoarse but a good horse in terms of like when he raps um so very inspired by black tory chris brown of course just one of my favorites since i was what 10 we were 10 years old um beyonce because of work ethic 
Um, so just a, a bunch of different artists for just different reasons. But yeah, those are the main ones, basically. And Beyonce and Michael Jackson are Virgos. One thing yeah. Virgos are going to do, they're going to work. Man. And listen, and that's what I like uh, comparing it to. Like, I'm a Virgo, so it's like, ah, I can tell. I can tell. My yeah, brother's August a Virgo. I, uh, B's Vir- Beyonce's birthday is a week after mine, and MJ's birthday is two days after mine. So I always think that's pretty dope. But yeah, Virgos, MJ and Beyonce in my household, yeah, we had all the DVDs, all the videotapes of the concerts of both artists, all the albums. My dad was a music head. Uh, he didn't really do anything with music, but he had like me on to all the R&B and hip hop of that time. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Virgos, of course. Wait, what's your song? Oh, I'm an Aquarius. Aquarius. Do I know any Aquarius? I don't think I know Aquarius. I know it's uh, Leo's and... Sagittarius, I don't know. I know Bob Marley was an Aquarius. Doctor ah. J is an Aquarius. Uh, J Cole's an Aquarius. Cole World. Yeah, and uh, what other Aquarius? Uh, I know there's a bunch of others too, but it's like you know. Oh yeah, Megan the Stallion is also an Aquarius. Megan is an Aquarius. Yeah, me and Megan have that's the same dope. birthday actually. Oh, that's February 15th. And I love Megan too. Yeah. You and, love Megan, but you also support Tory Lanez. Like no, I know I spoke about it on a different episode. Both. I love Watley. And and. When it comes to that situation, I've never said voice my opinion on it because like I don't. We weren't there. Thank you, and I always tell people like we weren't in we weren't in that car. We really weren't. Yes, like in terms of like a fan before that situation, I was a fan of both, and my just because of what happened, my opinion doesn't change on either one of them. Now, we don't know who was wrong. If you know, it's none of my business. I wasn't there. I like their music, (laughs) you know. Um, and to me, I think outside of that situation, they're both pretty decent like people to uh, listen to and uh, look up to if you want to. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, it was crazy what happened. But, yeah, like you said, we weren't there. We really weren't there and everything. But I appreciate because like, with the whole like Tory Lanez and like, even Bryson Tiller pretty much utilizing that trap soul kind yeah. of genre and everything. That's, a, that's the kind of genre I want to experiment with in the future also because it feels like something everybody can kind of get to. This is a nostalgia Because it period. gives you an element it's of both feeling. like hip-hop and R&B and that's something that yeah. people love. Both. With a little bit of trap in it too yeah. which really just I feel like you can play it at any kind of like party or anything like mm-hmm. that. That's what I really appreciate about the whole And I think world. that's the reason like that that description that you gave i think that's the reason why don't and bryson taylor in general was so big back in what was it like 2018 or 16 something like what that. you mean when uh who oh, was when don't when uh don't drop um by bryson taylor like oh. that trap soul feeling like he kind of brought that back because it was a little absent for a while mm-hmm. and i think that's why that song kind of hit off the way it did because like everybody loves trap soul just in general it's a feel good it's feel good music in, in yeah. a sense you think you can go crazy this decade too like you yes. can stretch over to like 2020s and everything i think now you know actually the 2020s you know what it seems to be getting into like that whole Playboy Cardi vibe and Coyla Ray sound and little Yachty sound like yeah, that I think that's kind of dying out a little bit, ain't it? It's trying. Well, they're trying to resurge a little bit, but I think I hate to say this, but I think because of a few artists, a few songs that have came out recently, they just haven't been rocking with it. Like you know, a few I ain't gonna name the artists, but um, but I agree. But I think for a while, like you see all these headline festivals are by these sounding artists, you know, um, but I don't know. I think. It's kind of weird to see where music is going for like the 2020s. Like you just don't know, cause there's so much room for creativity now, and it's everybody's being doing what they want to do. So like mm. it's just you can't really put your finger on it exactly. And at the same time, you gotta take a chance to kind of do something differently if you want. Yeah. Like even with Lil Nas X and everything, I remember like way back then he started with the whole country mm. and rap song. That would be like the corniest thing ever you would have thought like a couple years ago. But then right. it went viral, and then it like literally went. What did it, didn't it go diamond or something? It went diamond. And no, I I think if I'm remembering correctly, that was like the first single to ever go like diamond that fast. Or On the first like try, dude, his first like main single, and I think that just shows like people are doing what they want to do, and yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's working. <laughs> like, and I respect the reason I respect Lil Nas is because he's so honest, and like even when he was like in the heat for like the song being, he was like, at the end of the day, I didn't make this song for anybody but myself. And I respect that as an artist. Like, people are going to, like you said a few minutes ago, gravitate to it if they like it, and they're not going to like it if they don't like it. And I like artists that, like, have that understanding and just put out what they want to put out, no matter what the feedback is going to be on it. 
Oh yeah, sure. It has to come from a place of authenticity too. Absolutely. Like, you know, it like very authentic. Like in my case and everything, it's just a like, well, my uh, mixtape ego trip. I don't know if you've listened to it yet. I have not. Like, yeah, I'll check it yeah, out. Yeah, take some time. It's in my link tree. Okay. Obviously, we spoke hey. about it. <laughs> just sponsor link tree on uh, yeah. freaking mental thirst podcast. But yeah, it's on link tree and everything. And it's just like I feel like the best place to listen to it would be on SoundCloud and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like just stuff of that nature. It's just mostly because I literally had to isolate myself to get that project done. Like, I ain't gonna leave shot until i get it done wow. and i was like a place from, from a very depressive uh state of mind and everything uh i didn't record it in my house but i was in charlotte like, okay. i got like it's like i had to stay home i take like two three months off in order to like really get that project Absolutely. finished yeah, right, right, right. and it was just like it's focused on you know just mental illness and the manias of depression like you can feel like the shit one day like oh yeah i'm this i'm that Absolutely. and then another second it feels like oh you're drowning or oh, you feel like you got to hold it together and everything mm-hmm. you know and you that's feel when, like, like writer's block may hit and you kind of feel like you're not really as inspired as you were like two days ago yeah Absolutely. It's just, just stuff like that you know plus like a lot of the beat selection i picked that was pretty pretty nice too mm-hmm. So it's just like, which is always good and everything. I feel like, you know, I, I didn't even realize, like, there was inspirations in a lot of my songs until somebody else pointed out. Like, I, I think my brother's uh, girlfriend pointed out, like, on my song Grave Ship, it kind of sounded like Flatbush Zombies, uh, mm-hmm. This Is It. And I didn't even realize until I saw, like, oh, my gosh, it yeah. does sound like This Is It. Yeah, yeah, and Flatbush Zombies is, like, for for really ex- uh, spending uh, time and everything was really, like, that thing for me. Mm-hmm. I was really listening to a whole lot of Flatbush Zombies a lot of my life. And then it was just... It was just, yeah, it was just, it was a whole lot um, that is like I took into that. I didn't even consider to think about it, Flatbush Zombies, throughout that yeah, whole yeah, song. Yeah. I just kind of like went with it, whatever, like flow kind of fit with that. I just kind of rolled with it, whatever came natural. Yeah. So it's just like 12 whole tracks. If you want to check it out, you know, Ego Trip right into my link tree, anyone that's listening. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's just, it's just stuff like that. Cause it's like as an artist, I feel like that's uh, gonna be my main audience is people who suffer from depression or anxiety and stuff of that nature. And it's just like my way of like really trying to like get you to process that is really mm. just a matter of just really processing those feelings it's okay to feel low it's okay to feel like you know things are just too much for you Absolutely. it's okay to feel like you know like things are kind of falling out of place it's really just a matter of just processing it but just also learning to just kind of hold it together yeah are you song. a fan of logic oh uh, yeah i am yeah. Uh, logic's an aquarius too ah uh, see and yeah. i was about to say logic is a great artist in terms of like what you just explained he does a great job of representing those people because one he's been there before um and i think he does a great job of using his craft um to just spread a good word and his music is also just dope as hell um i think i would love for him to make more music like i've always said that about logic i would love for him to put out more music but um I think his recent song, um, what was that? He performed on MTV not too long ago. Do you know what I'm talking about? You talking about the 1-800 yes. song? Yes. Um, like, artists that do things like that. Like, people don't understand. Like, it takes a lot to be on that platform and, like, really dedicate your craft to one specific message. Um, and the fact that he does that a lot, um, I res- respect him hella for that. Um, and he's not the only one. Him, MJ was another person who did that. Um, of course, MJ is a GOAT, so he's like, but just to give more examples, um, yeah, definitely give respects to Logic. And I actually would just like, Logic, put out more music, please. If, you're, if you ever listen to this, we're telling you to put out more music. We know you have your family, we know you have your kids and your wife, but listen, put out more music, please. I mean, I, I think he will. I think he will because oh, like, even when he said he retired, he dropped that doc, yeah, doc right, right. thing. And then he dropped the Please. Bobby Tarantino 3, which is how do you yeah. feel about Bobby Tarantino 3? Now, I actually listened to that with an old friend. I'm not really close to him anymore, but we let, uh, listened to that together. And that was the only time I listened to it from start to finish. Uh, since that day, I've listened to a couple songs like Every Blue Moon. Oh, um, I think incredible piece of work, but it wasn't anything I didn't expect from Logic. I prefer um, Bobby Tarantino one and two. Like there, these. I okay. never listen to one. You ever listen to one? Never listen to what? one. What? I, I know. I know. I mean, one of the good songs is definitely like because I think that's one of uh, Flexecution. Yeah, Flexecution's on there. And it's like Slave Part One and Two are usually my go-to's. Um, what's another one? I might have to Super Mario videos. World is I also a good song. Yeah, so it's really like one thing I like about Logic's like whole aesthetic when it comes to that. It's just like you know, it's like it's like it's not like over the top. It could yeah. be fun. And one time, and the beats always slap. And he's always been like that. Like his music has high energy, like all the time. Um, yeah, it's like it makes him want to go out for a run and jog. Right, that's, exactly. like, that's why he's always on my gonna, playlist yeah. when I'm working out. If like, you're gonna take a jog or work out, put Logic in your ear. And that's when uh, when I was in high school back at Millbrook, we would ha- they would have a lot of Logic like on the playlist one for the uh, weight room class we had. But 
Yeah, his music is very high energy. And um, again, just to end, I just would like for him to put out more music. <laughs> That's all. Because, yeah. I mean, I can do now, actually go do more digging on his, what, you said Bob and Tarantino number, number one? I've yeah, Bob and Tarantino one and two. Yeah, just definitely yeah I've listened to two and three, but I've actually never listened to one. I don't think I was listening to him when he put out one. Like, listen to him like that. Yeah, so I didn't I start till Bobby Tarantino uh, two, actually. Yeah. That's where I started at. Yeah, exactly. So, But I never checked it out, but since... If you're putting, if you're putting me on, I'll go take it, listen to it when I leave. So, That's good. but like people always like like shit on Logic That's and everything. OG it was just Logic like, too. you know, it's just like yeah, like people will always shit on Logic, which is like really sad because it's like he's like one of the few artists that actually puts himself in yeah. his music and Absolutely. everything. You got to protect people at all costs and everything. I feel like he's even spoke about a lot of these insecurities, which is like really good. That he's transparent when it comes to like in the conf- confessions of a dangerous mind, how they'll be like, oh, you'll never be Kendrick, you'll never be Cole, you're losing your hair, you're too fucking. And old and everything and it's just like yeah you know it always feels like at the time no matter where you are as, as an artist you're always being compared to a lot of these bigger yeah. names and saying like oh well, you'll never be like this and you never get like this and it's, it's easier to be on a keyboard and type that shit mm-hmm. it's harder to get into the studio try to get your timing right write down like the songs and the verse that pretty Damn. much yeah. coincides with it it's a lot easier to just shit on somebody than to really that sit on somebody that dedicates their life to doing this compared to others and everything. Like, I had a whole group of friends in high school. It's like a lot of us will want to do like this music thing. Uh, a lot of us don't even aren't even close like that no more. And only like like yeah. very few of us actually put a project out since the five years since we even graduated from high school. Yeah. So it's just it's just stuff like that. Even like some people would and then they would take it off and say, Oh no, nah, forget it, I'm not doing this. Like I'm yeah. not and it's just like I don't wanna say it pisses me off, but it's just like, you know, it's just like, you know, and it's just like when you try to like I like yourself kind of like high and mighty or whatever you kind of push people out and everything oh you can't be with us or you can do this because uh, you know but then it's like in the end you put stuff out and it's just like you weren't even that dedicated to it right. it's just like you know like I don't know I'm not with that you know yeah like, and that's when you can actually kind of see the difference in, in the people who truly want it and tr- and the people who just do it for fun or whatever you may say but um, same thing like when I was in high school it was a group of us that did music and uh, credit a couple of them are doing great now and we still support each other and they're doing amazing things um but it was still that other group um that actually hit me up to this day like hey can we do music and i feel like now it's not really what it was when we were in high school like in the moment in high school it was like we want to make music together because we're all doing it we're all trying to but now it's like we've all done separate things and everybody's not really doing it for the same reasons now if that makes sense um you just so, want to go your own way, man. That's just yeah. ain't nothing wrong with that and everything. You want to go at your own pace. But it's not bad, like, being a part of a collective. Like, I know yeah, for yeah, my yeah. collective, I'm part of this, like, Journey Entertainment. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot of us haven't really been doing anything together. Like, I just had to spoke with, like, two of them from, like, the podcast and everything. You know, people get isolated. They don't talk to each other. They have a falling out. All this stuff goes on. You have no clue what's going on. Because yeah. you're in your own lane trying to focus on your own music and your own problems and stuff of that nature. And then it's just, it's just one of those things, man. It's just, I like to bring, I like, like, if I'm part of a collective, I like to carry my own weight as best I can. Absolutely. And it's just like, you don't want to be that type of person that's just there just to take pictures, yeah. just there just to be there, just a part of the entourage, but you're not really trying to add on to the legacy of, like, that collective. And that's why I really wanted to get that project out as best I can. You know, mm-hmm. everybody does their own thing their own way. I'm going to do it my own way. You right, know? right, right. Everybody on Dreamville has their own type of flavor, although it's like they have something that, which they stand on that kind of connects yeah. them all together. But everybody sounds like, like Jid would never sound like Boz. Boz would never sound right. like Right, and you know everybody just, sounds different. Um, got put on to um, Cause. You know Cause? Yeah, yeah, I know Cause and Effect. Yeah, yeah Cause. I actually, I think I was watching one of the Dreamville like concert documentaries, and he had a set for like one of their concerts, and I was like, uh, for the same reason, I know that Dreamville artists have like different flows and whatnot, and that was my first time hearing Cause, and I was like, whoa, yeah. he don't sound like. Nobody I've heard on Dreamville ever. Um, Cause is good. Cause is hella underrated too, dude, bro. Like, was that, what, what was project? Like, it was that Elephant Eyes, I think. Was that, that Cause? Yes. Yeah, I think yes. that was Elephant Eyes. And yeah. he has a song called "I'm the Man" or something like that. That's my one of my favorites by him. And um, but yeah, just to give credit to him, I was just, he's very underrated. That's what I was gonna get into. He's very underrated. And I believe is he from East Coast? I don't know, but it's like this one song that was on Revenge of the, all the older Revenge of the yeah, Dreamers yeah, one. I Dreamers. think uh, was it Henny Flow? Have you yes. listened to Henny Flow? You Henny. listen to Henny Flow, bro. 
What? That was Cause. <laughs> that was Cause. Yeah, bro, that's one of my favorite songs Cause on it. Cause is a boss, dude. Cause, Cause is, is really, boss. really He's good, bro. He's a boss. Now I'm about to listen to all my way to my class <laughs> and everything. Because that really, I, that, that has to be on my playlist for working out to now. But it's just like, it's just stuff like that nature. Like, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, that it's just like you know, but everybody's different. On that. I just wish Cause would probably do more work and probably be put more to the forefront, the way how Jid and Boz kind of. We'll see. Like, I get maybe. Well, we're halfway through the year. Maybe next year he'll push to do something. He's not. He's quiet right now. I don't know what he has going on at the moment, but and be like that. Yeah. Be like that. But you can't be too quiet for too long. That's where I'm at right now. I haven't dropped yeah. the project in six months and everything, dude. So it's just like you know. I thought I was gonna bin drop. My goal was like drop at least like two more mini projects before like the end of the mm. year. Maybe I can make it happen. Maybe yeah, not. I'm tried, still. Uh, I tried to do two, like a song a month or two songs a month type thing. And I was like, that was hell. That was hell for you. Just two songs a month. Not because I didn't know what songs to put out. Cause um, like I have the songs that I can put out. Like I do like for when I do my shows and things like that. I always do an unreleased song. Um, so I have like songs I could put out. It was just me figuring out which ones to put out, dude. That's always the hardest part. Mm. Cause like I always try to fit the vibe for the like when I put out my music for the season. Uh, and exactly. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, it's like like something that you put out in one show probably wouldn't fit out like something. To put exactly. It exactly. Wouldn't fit out in spring. And right. Then wouldn't fit out like in uh, in uh, like a. Uh, Fall and stuff like that. Right, right, right. Like, I know, like, for, like, like, you know, like, you can be heavy with the trap stuff, like, in summer. Absolutely. And every even a little bit in spring a little bit. Because that's the vibe, like, that's the energy that you get when you go outside, like, the the weather. And then versus wintertime, you want to listen to the slow stuff. Yeah, something chill ass, maybe, like, some boom bap type stuff and everything. Yeah, yeah, You know, just, like, even in fall. I feel like fall is more good for, like, trap soul type. fall is my favorite season. Yeah, because it's, like, you know, because it's, like, everything is kind of, like, kind of getting darker Mm -hmm. and everything. So it's just, like, you know, it kind of fits the vibe. People wearing more, like, like, you know, Thicker clothes yeah. and everything. Chill, it's but, more chill, know. more chill vibe. More of a more chill, chill vibe, vibe. But you still have some days where you can come outside in some shorts if you want to, whatever, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So yeah, man. It's like no, I can feel it. it's crazy how like a lot of artists can kind of agree on a lot yeah. of this stuff. Because I feel like if I explain <laughs> this to somebody else, I'm like why could you just drop the music or whatever? And it, and my friends always ask questions like that. Like I don't understand. Like it's okay, and I know you don't, but. It's just a reason. Well, there's a reason behind everything. Like, there's a reason behind everything. Like, there's a reason behind an artist's artwork being the way it is. Like, why did he choose to do so-and-so? There's a reason behind. Like, there's a theme for it, et cetera. But, like you said, it's it's a line between where you have an artist and you're talking to another artist and you have an artist talking to somebody who does something else, maybe. But um, it's always cool to teach people, you know? Uh, and I, my friends think it's dope every time like I explain stuff like that. Like they're always like, "Oh, well, damn, that makes sense." Yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah, so now you know. Like going forward, now yeah. you know. I don't think people outside of music realize how much stuff that we have like, like just in our head, just mm-hmm. kind of sitting down. Stuff, how right. much stuff we had to push back because we ain't had so much funding on it. How many time like time has to go mm-hmm. by? We had to start over again. You don't even know if you got the same vibes you were at this age. Yeah. Like, I had a conceptual album I, I had started when I was 18. I'm 23. I still haven't dropped I haven't it yet. Dropped it. And everything. And it's just it's a three part. It's like three parts. It's like five tracks for like the first part, second part, and then third part. So it'll be 15 tracks overall. So like three volumes in a sense. Not three of? volumes, like but it's three. gonna be like. Since it's an album, it's Absolutely, just like, you know, in, yeah. in between the interludes and transition and everything, like, there's, like, the first phase, which was going to be, like, okay, day-to-day life and everything, you know, just all the disappointment you had to deal with and on day-to-day life, just the mm-hmm. mundanity you had to deal with life, the lack of uh, absence of, like, maybe a social life, in a mm-hmm. sense. And then the third, like, couple songs we focus on, just, like, everything just pretty much being, like, a merry-go-round. And then it's, like, it's always just, like, oh, you just want to ignore it. And then, the, like, the second part would be, like, you know, like, just a dream phase where pretty much a reflection of all your insecurities to yourself, wow. all your wants, all your desires wow, and wow. everything in the dream. So it can be, like, five tracks focused on that. Mm-hmm. And then the last five tracks would be more focused on just, like, oh, it's just, like, okay, just the habits that you're going to take to really change your life up. It's, like, you don't have to feel stagnant. You don't have to feel, like, okay, you're just stuck in, like, life, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. it's whatever that's what the name of the album be whatever and <laughs> oh, everything it's called whatever yeah whatever wow. i already had it said i'm gonna show you a lot of my like covers it. and everything you're gonna okay. it's gonna blow your mind yeah, but it's just it's just stuff like that <laughs> but it's just uh, just situations like that like see yeah this is the cover right here and everything it's on the it's actually like the my phone screen and everything oh I was, shit i try to keep it there just in case one day i actually yeah, get yeah. the job and I, I made that stuff when i was 18 and everything. I'm still trying and to you've wait. You've been sitting on it ever since. Yeah, I've been now, does on... it change a lot? Is that why you haven't put it out, or is it just something you've just been sitting on, like trying to figure out the best moment to put I it mean, out? I mean, it's really just a concept size of trying to like really just put in the work to really just like put it out there, and also okay. trying to find like the discipline to really just like and to consistently like 
to like set it up, you know? Yeah, Cause like, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know if I want to get keep the same producer. I do like my producer. He's a really, really good producer mm-hmm. and everything. But with Ego Trip coming out, it was really just stuff that was just kind of like, it was like heat in the moment, trying to get it done and everything yeah, kind of yeah. thing. So it was easier to work with him. Cause yeah. it's like, you know, so it's just like with him, it's just like, yeah, you know, it's just, for instance, yeah, yeah, I feel like he'd be a wonderful producer to work with. Cause like he, he charged me like $60 like for oh. two hours. That's actually good. Two hours for $60. Actually, no, it was like $50 for two hours. It was really, really good. That's great. Some people would just mess with you just because you're like really, really cool and everything. You just have like a certain work ethic that they can respect and they just want to get on like that and everything. I really respect them. Uh, Shout out to Gage, uh, Alex, Maggie, that and everything. Where is he stationed at? He's stationed in Charlotte Charlotte. and everything. So maybe I could probably. Charlotte has some dope producers. Yeah, yeah. they really do. They really do. As as expected. Yeah, but I feel like for Charlotte and everything, I'm a Charlotte artist. I feel like I'm the type where I have to like, you have to really step outside of Charlotte. If you really want to get any where in life you got to step outside mm-hmm. and then have other people kind of like kind of really yeah and that's know? important for yeah. really any artist coming out of any like market like if you're from the city that you like whatever city you're coming from it's important to step out of that city and get a buzz going outside of that city like i learned um being from raleigh i thought it was important to start going to charlotte get your music out in charlotte go to um favor get your music out in Fayetteville. come to durham you're in durham now get your music out in durham um and my recently uh, the last over I think the last year, my cousin and I work with in Atlanta. He's been trying to get my music pushed out in Atlanta. Um, but for the same reasons, he's talked to me. He was like, just get your music out of the market that you're already in. He said that's the most important thing. So I'm trying to get my market in Dallas. You know, Dallas is a really good market. To get oh, music yeah, yeah. Dallas is pretty good because, like, Texas is large and everything. Yeah. So cities are very bountiful and everything. Yeah. I would say Atlanta is kind of like the Mecca now. Like, it well, is. it's not like Mecca, like, because, like, New York is always going to be the Mecca. Right. But in terms of really getting the clout that really, like, brings attention to your music, Atlanta's you have, right you have now, to go dude. to Atlanta, Atlanta for sure. And a lot, if you notice, a lot of artists are coming out of Atlanta now or just that down south area. Like, Florida's now starting to get put on the map a lot. Um, but in terms of like making music, I've noticed a lot of artists have moved out to LA, like Los Angeles and California, which is where I see a lot of the music, like main music scene is taking place. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do. I agree. Like Atlanta is like my main focus at, at the moment, at this very moment. Yeah, I need to visit Atlanta for sure. It's like, cause I haven't been Ooh. really mobile and everything. I need uh, to really kind of- there one time, dude. Really? I, I go down there a lot. Oh, really? A lot? Serious. Yeah. Oh. I, cause I told you my videographer, he's also my cousin. Um, he lives in Atlanta. He does like he does interviews, um, podcasts, and things like that with industry artists and things like that. So he always has me kind of plugged in a little bit. Um, oh, so you got the links then and everything. Absolutely. Okay. That's um, cool. And he kind of he's the one who signed me. He's the kind of he's the one who got me my show in Alabama. Oh, um, okay, he's got me a show nice. with Trina on my birthday. Oh, that's nice. Um, uh, he was thinking, trying to get me a show with Bia, and his like most recent interview was with K Kilo from uh, mm. South Coast Music Group. So, oh, okay. but yeah, so like I go to Atlanta a lot. Like, if you ever really truly want to go, we always have. I take a lot of people to Atlanta, so like that would be dope to have you down there, definitely. Oh yeah, sure, sure. I can definitely hit you up. But what's the next Absolutely. thing you think about going? Because uh, right now my license is right now, I can't drive I nowhere. Know. I don't know. Right, cool. uh, but no, it's kind of like when we go to Atlanta, it's kind of on the fly type thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, so last time I went, I brought like four friends with me. Um, okay. But yeah, I love bringing people down there. My cousin's really dope, dude. You meet some great people. And oh. so, yeah, I wouldn't mind that at all. At oh, all. cool. Well, I just hope that we'll, my vibes is we'll pretty keep all right. In touch, I hope my, yeah, because yeah, it's like, you know, <laughs> I always try to keep my vibe pretty like open and everything like that. That's why I, yeah. I like to hop on the podcast because I want to be able to like hear everybody's perspective and everything, artist wise mm-hmm. and everything. I've already interviewed like the, you know, I saw just Tay uh, Tay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I interviewed him a couple episodes back. But I don't know if you've seen that episode here. Uh, not yeah, I haven't seen on his Instagram, I don't think, because I have him on Instagram, but I haven't seen that podcast. But you probably he probably reposted on his Instagram story because I wanted story. to put on once and everything. It doesn't like they're not yeah, gonna repost it over and over again. Either. That's all right. But it's all in my link tree and everything. Like now, forty episodes and which is crazy when Dude, I first. And how do you feel like when you told me that was April? Mm-hmm. That's first of all, that's work because that's what three months, May, June, July, yeah. four months. That was before I even dropped my mixtape. Dude, so you've done tape and your podcast yeah. and you put it all together yourself and that's another thing people don't understand about independence is it takes a lot of hours a lot of hours so i actually do have a question for you yeah, sure. What's the question? and how do you like maintain your mental state because i and the reason i asked that is because like the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. i've been very busy and i've like trying to been main, or trying to maintain like a 
peaceful mind and positive mind? Like, how do you cope with that? Just find some time to yourself and just really reband, just refocus and everything. Not every time you got to work, work. You can just sit down yeah. and just plan all day. So it gives you a sense of, like, manifestation, like, sense. You know, I've always, I have three vision boards. So sitting, yeah. I saw, I see every day I wake up. Everything I want to do, everything I want to be, everything like, uh, yeah, everything I want to do, everything I want to be, everything I want to have. Mm-hmm. So it's like it all starts from like really just seeing stuff like that. I, I wanted to drop my first mixtape. That was on my vision board. Check done. Check, like my uh, podcast, I got the whole logo sitting right on it too. Mm-hmm. Check. I've already started my in order to make it legitimate. Like in my eyes, would be if I already did fifty episodes, and then I'm gonna upload it on Spotify. It's on Google Podcasts right now. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'm gonna upload it to Spotify and everything soon i'm gonna get like uh be sure to like re uh re uh to repost my uh mixtape on spotify too so it can be able to be more so people can be able to catch it up and see it uh, mm. and everything but it's just stuff of that nature man it's just really like it's really hard to maintain your mental state because like you know i used i'm like an honor roll student at the same time so it's like you know school is like a big hey, thing for correct. me too to focus on also, this semester has been really, really heavy for me, but I'm just really focused on just graduating yeah, and everything and then to see right. if I can find a job. Like, uh, I'm thinking about moving to Washington, D.C. after this. Really? Like, yeah. Why yeah. you want to go up north? Uh, cause I want to apply for grad school at Howard University. Oh, I need gotcha, to call gotcha, them sometime gotcha. this week to see if I can set that up and everything with admissions. I know it might cost some money and everything to apply. I just mm. hope I have, like, you know, the credentials to take me there. And everything, you know, it's just, I don't know what about Howard University is calling my name, but it's like, it's just, I feel like it's the same feeling that had me calling me to come here. Yeah. And everything. Your gut. Yeah. Always. I've always told people follow their gut, definitely. So if it's telling you to go up, I mean, go up there. And Washington's not a bad spot. My, um, uh, my family's actually from Indian Head, Maryland. They live in Indian Head, which is like 20 minutes from Washington. And then whenever we go up there, he takes he likes to, uh, likes to take us down to Washington, D.C. and just look at the area. And I'm a person, um, I'm a fan of up north only because I like how busy it is. Um, and I'm a person that likes to just be busy, just to be doing something, kind of keep, uh, get my hands on something. So if something's telling you to go up there, I'd definitely say, like, follow your gut. Yeah, the nightlife out there is crazy good. Yeah, That's what I've I'm never really interested in. nightlife out there. Yeah, it's like, you know, because I know it's like, you know, I was driving out to Washington, D.C. with my brother and everything. That's mm. all we saw was just always like a function yeah, going, on going on and everything. And I'm just like, okay, this might be like my next place today because my father lives in uh, Burke, Virginia and everything, mm. not too far. And everything, so it's like he. Plus, he works for the hospital at Howard University, mm. so it's like you know. I'm really trying to see if I can get my brother out there too. Hopefully, I can be able to get everything together, and like I pass all my classes, so I can graduate. And he yeah. does really good in his <laughs> classes. I want to take him, so we could be able to live in an apartment uh, in Washington. He could be able That's to get dope. his degree. And uh, uh, your brother goes here too? No, he doesn't go oh, here. Okay. He actually goes to a community college back in Charlotte. But I just want to okay. get him out of Charlotte and everything, because right, I know right. he has hella friends over there, and they really hold him down. I really appreciate his friends. I had friends like that, girl. All my friends, I always fell out with them, like yeah. in Charlotte. Um, but like, I feel like you know they got his back and everything. But I wanted to actually get his degree so he could have like some kind of job and everything. Absolutely. You know, get some kind of credibility. You know, I'm not saying you can still be like uh, successful without a degree, but it's just stuff like that. I feel like you know that's my place to kind of help him out right, with right. that. You know, what I'm saying he had issues at Winston Salem and everything, and I feel like I could have been there for him a little bit more to really get him like through those issues. So it's just like you know, I feel like mm-hmm. this is just my way to atone for that in a sense. But hey, you know, everybody's different. Everybody got their uphill battles and everything of that yeah. nature. And I, so like, what are your plans going on for the, like the next five years, sir? Ooh, oh man, that's a great question. Next five years. Um, well, right now, I just want to keep putting out good music. Um, I have plans to just start putting out more visual uh, aspects. Um, so that's like the focus within the next half of this year is getting out videos and things like that. So I'll be working on a lot of that. Um, how I am have a big show coming up um and i recently just signed to new money productions yeah. so that's a distribution deal um so next we're working on getting songs released through empire so that's going to be like a big focus and just dedicating you know like that time to creating a great song great 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 song um that's really my main focus right now um videos and just putting out that good music and then also just traveling more um, I'm trying to get really out of North Carolina. I'm trying to keep going up and down the East Coast in terms of like uh, shows and things like that. So that's another focus I'll be focusing on. And also graduating, dude. Graduation is around the corner. I'm nervous about it because like after graduation, it's like real life. Yeah, and, I mean, it got to be and everything at the same time. It's like it's all just the same. Um, but it's just like, uh, but it's like you got all your community service hours though, right? 
Oh, we're getting That's there. my biggest Look, haul. We're for, getting yeah. there. Uh, I got I have like, a lot of work to do. I got like 40 more hours or something. Yeah. I need to call the charter school and see if they can add the 10 hours I put in over there because then it would be like just 30 I had to focus mm-hmm. on um, in November. And, and they everything. took off, I believe they took off one semester of hours, right, that you need for graduation. They did that last semester. So you don't need. 120. How much do we need? Um, how many do you need a semester? Like 30 a semester or something? Like, no, it was like 15 a semester. So you don't need, so now you need 115 to graduate instead of 100. Uh, no, no, you're not wait, you said like, how many? 15 a semester, so it'd be like 105 actually. Yeah, right, right, right. You need 120, so yeah, 105, I'm sorry. I'm um, still trying to shoot for 120 just in case they yeah, change their look, mind. I'm not, right. even to, I'm and, not even trying to risk that. Look, I'm, I'm taking, I'm going to have to take my chances. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to just ro- work at the radio station or something, like take calls. Like, I'm a guy I had to hit up old girl and see, like, because like, I say you can just sit down. I had to find some things to do on campus mm. consistently so the hours can just kind of add up. I need to get back to doing Wall Street Juniors, too. I had to take off on that because I had a whole lot of stuff I had to get situated. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's just it's just stuff of that nature. Um, yeah, yeah, so I mean, they're still walking distance, so I'm going to just have to just do that every Tuesday and Thursday or whatever. But it's like, <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, right, it's, it right, is right. what it is. But it seems that we're pretty much uh, got over the, like, the hour uh, limit and everything. I'd uh, like hour? to thank you, Justin uh, Reed, oh, for, like, hopping on and everything. Yeah, I know. Like, it kind of blew by fast, ain't it? That did not feel like an hour. Yeah, because we had a good conversation. Oh, That's all God. it is. Oh. I don't even know you from well, nowhere. Well, I can see how you get through 40 episodes. That did not feel like an hour. Just a conversation, dude. Like if you Jesus if you Christ. if you spoke to somebody before and you had a good conversation, it would feel like nothing and everything. Yeah. But it's just like you know, that's what I really like about podcasts. I'm an extrovert. I like talking to people. And mm-hmm. although sometimes I can be a little recluse a lot for like I know, the past couple years and everything, I just try to get myself back out there. This is a mm-hmm. way of like kind of self healing to a degree. But it's also a way to just kind of have other people express themselves. Also, you, you know, then that's Thank what this you. podcast is. You know, Thank a lot of so us, much. a lot of us, really, our artists go through different stages in life and everything. It feels like a lot of us are in the genesis uh stage we're really trying to get things kind of figured out mm. and everything to see how things are gonna go i never thought i would be able to like you know it's been so long since 18 i didn't think i was gonna be able to drop a tape and then i actually put all my effort into it's dropping so it dope. and then you gotta get it done you know i hope you really check it out and everything absolutely. i know you, you've seen the cover yes artist, absolutely right? yeah pretty cool stuff and everything but it's just stuff of that nature this goes for any artist out there it's like let your inspirations lead you and everything always have a good circle of people positive people I that just made a connection important. with this guy that just that went to important. Atlanta and everything. I don't know you from a can of paint. And that's the dopest connection to make, though. You yeah. know, it's just coming out of thin air. Sometimes that's just how life works, right? How life works. But yeah, absolutely. You Thank you so much. for. I truly, truly appreciate you even inviting me. Um, it took a lot for me here, but... The fact that you invited me, I truly take that and I thank you because that, that's a platform for myself as well. So mm-hmm. that is genuine. Um, and I hope to have you again. I'm going to give you more information on what I'm about to say this week, hopefully. Mm-hmm. I hope to have you again in a couple of days for a very important interview. Oh. You're gonna end it. We'll talk about it once we get off the podcast. Oh, but okay. thank you so much. I, I look forward it. to it. I, I look forward it. to it. But I really thank you for hopping on too, man. Absolutely. It's hard. I know it's hard to really get everybody's schedule in order and everything. So it's just like for y'all to really just dedicate like an hour to a complete stranger yeah. just to hop on look, the podcast. It's dope. It's a lot, man. So it's, <laughs> it's really dope. just it's so it's really dope. so it really gives me like okay, yeah, yeah. People would kind of help you and everything get get you uh what you need to get. So it's like I really do appreciate that, Justin Reed. And no, that's you. that's it for episode forty. Ten more episodes to go till I reach fifty. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. Of we the are. Mental Threads podcast. Sew it up, sew it out. We are out.